0: This is the Like Minds Podcast, and I am your host, Matthew Rolls. And today we're bringing you yet another exciting and insightful episode around email marketing for startups. We'll be chatting to Gopana Mashwana, and she'll be talking to us around how small businesses and entrepreneurs can use some of these email marketing um, tactics and tips to improve their business results. Enjoy
1: all right um hi everybody hi community and hi matthew so i have definitely been following Life minds tribe for quite some time uh never attended your events um but always media yeah, and always had that interest to say ah getting to at least see you know people like myself in one place and talking about things bouncing off ideas i've always wanted that then of course COVID came through and i was just like ah, I can't do anything at the moment but definitely once the world is open again I'll definitely be coming to one of your guys' events and just like you had mentioned my name is Kopano Moshwana and I am the CEO of KPR Marketing Solutions which is a digital marketing agency that basically helps small businesses startups and corporates with you know digital solutions to maintain establish and grow their online or digital footprint and then I am also the owner and co-founder of, of Sported VA, which was about seven months ago, because I realized the gap in South Africa that, you know, we have a lot of PAs, but most of them are not really virtual. And there's a lot of benefits and advantages of having somebody basically take on the role as a PA, but doing it virtually. So that's when I realized the gap and I started that with my partner Millicent and yeah we've been doing that for about seven months now it's been great it's just more about brand building and getting the name out there Um, and that's me basically
0: (laughs) awesome uh thank you for that introduction um i always see how you get down on linkedin actually i've seen some of your carousels and some of the stuff you post and i was like okay cool she basically doesn't know what she's talking about because they always say people who can um articulate what they've learned or what they practice are people who are some sort of an expert at what they do so i thought okay since you you know big on digital marketing um, and uh, an array of other things but mainly for this conversation digital marketing i thought okay it will be interesting to have this conversation with you and i mean before um the chat i did go through your website And I saw that um, email marketing is one of your focuses. So I thought, oh, even better, because now we can actually have an in-depth conversation as far as this particular service goes and how um, important and relevant it can be for anyone who's starting a brand um, or anyone who has a startup business or a small business um, currently. I mean, first, I'd like to ask, in your honest Mm -hmm. opinion, do you think email marketing is dead because there's been a lot of talks around that but what is your personal opinion
1: um absolutely not not even by a mile to say that it's actually dead um it's actually very much alive and it's yet to still grow in the future so for me uh, personally email marketing is one of the oldest and traditional that's why i guess it's it's associated with traditional uh, marketing it's probably the oldest methods of marketing but still very impactful till this day. Mm. So for me, I think to answer your questions, it's definitely not dead. Um, It's definitely a very valuable um, marketing strategy or tool to use within your overall strategy. So for me, I definitely don't think it's dead. I think it's very much alive. And I think it's also a thing of how do you use it? Because a lot of things um, in digital marketing, if you're not using them right, you will not see the the impact of it so how are you actually using email marketing as a strategy in your overall um, you know marketing strategy what are the ways that you approach it etc and yeah basically it's just really about how you're using it so if you're using it correctly you will then realize that it actually is not dead but if you're not using it correctly you may feel that oh no it's dying and i think it's because We have, there's this misconception that if it's, if it's old, it's dying. Mm. Not really, not really. Um, I feel that digital marketing is actually just a new concept of marketing. It's not that it's not marketing, traditional marketing per se, but it's just a new way of doing it, a new method. That's how Mm. I feel about Mm. digital marketing
0: yeah in actually um, that's on point um so actually i just thought that maybe the sequencing is is is, is maybe wrong but let's start with um what is um email marketing first for those who don't know because i i, I take it i always try to make um, sure that people from different um, backgrounds would be able to understand this conversation even if they weren't marketers or involved in media in any way so maybe let's start um what are touched on uh, is it important or i mean is it dead but now we're going to touch on what um, is email marketing
1: okay so i think just to keep it very simple and yeah. um for everyone to simply understand, email marketing is basically a certain method of marketing where you utilize emails. I think that's the most simplest way for you to put it. So yeah. you utilize emails to market your business, your yeah. products or yeah. any specials yeah. or any way to um, build customer relationship management. Those are some of the stuff that you utilize email marketing for. So it's literally just using email to market your stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah okay that's perfect um cool so now that we understand what it i mean what it is and it's not a, a strategy that's dead and can still be used very well in today's business world i want to talk about how important is this um for a small business to, to 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 apply this sort of strategy into their business and how you know maybe not how relevant but but how important it
1: is So um, I think for startup businesses or small businesses, I think it's very vital to be utilizing email marketing as one of, you know, the tools to um, basically amplify your marketing strategy. Um, Reason being is because most, and especially if you are looking at, especially if you're business to business, even if a business can still work, but essentially any type of industry and especially business to business, most people use email. That is the, probably the most common and easiest way of communication and impact, you know, impactfulness or that transactional feel uh, between a customer and a business. But of course, social media came around, but that's a, you know, that's a topic for another day. But basically um, having access to email, it is convenient because everyone has it and it's it's commonly used.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: is rather cheap. If you yeah. are looking for certain, um, you know, uh, tools or apps that can basically um, help you to create a impactful email marketing campaign, there are definitely tools uh, where um, they're free or you have an option to do a 14-day free trial just to test it out. Then there's, you know, there's an, there's definitely different packages where you would be fit to say, okay, I, c- I can afford this. And it basically assists you with the overall goal of actually getting People to understand what you're trying to do with the email marketing strategy so are you trying to promote your business it will do that for you are you trying to promote a certain um, products or services maybe a product launch of a new um, product or service it will help you Um, are you just trying to uh, create a deeper relationship increase engagement with your existing um, client base that's basically what it will help you with so I think the most important thing with uh, startup businesses and small businesses they need to take this tool and basically use it as a way to harness relationships with existing clients and also to expand on the existing client base. So for me, I think um, using email is extremely important in your overall marketing strategy.
0: Mm, mm, mm. I, I do agree as well um, but how, how is this working for you practically like in terms of like um, with your clients per se like in business how often are clients coming to you saying hey Gobana, um, can you help us with an email marketing strategy can you help us with a um, this kind of thing so how often are people coming to you for that sort of advice and how often are you offering it to clients and okay, what is so- the perception around it
1: all right. Very good question, Matthew. Um, I'm glad you actually asked. So I think from a practical perspective, especially with the, the client base that um, basically approaches me, uh, it's very rare that people actually come to me for email marketing because yeah. I think it's still, it's still quite a topic that people are trying to get to know. And this is me speaking from a local um, perspective. Yeah. Uh, so literally just South Africa, and nationally, the different provinces, et cetera, uh, before looking at the global space, I think in the global space, it's a bit more common, but, uh, more so in Africa or in South Africa, or my area where most of my clients come from, they really ask for email marketing. And I think it's because they actually don't know the benefits that yep. email marketing. Has. Yeah. So I think once there are they are clued up as to what impact email marketing can have for you i think that's when you know more clients will then come comfortably to say okay i think i want to use email um i see that it it works really well and i think for me personally, i've used it for my own company and it has worked pretty well yes not everyone is going to reply to those messages existing clients but it is always good to I think also a great strategy with emails that the, the bigger the number, the higher the chance that you could get, um, you know, somebody to reply and say, okay, actually, I actually want that. But in the same breath, quantity is, is is not necessarily quality. So if you're lucky enough to be in that position to have a whole pool of quality, high quality leads, then you're very lucky. So I wouldn't say uh, to people to just go and emailed anybody it has to be targeted it has to be segmented because if you don't have hence if you don't have a goal in place with why you're using email it then becomes quite futile and you you don't see um, you know those results that you were intending to receive so i think i think i diverted a bit there but to answer your question uh, <laughs> not many people actually come for email marketing services. And I feel that is because they actually don't really know the true benefit of it.
0: And the value, I mean, that's fine because social media did come with a boom in a back. So yeah. I think it, it, it is a relevant conversation to have in contrast of email marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Because we have this perception because you have more followers, it's a higher reach as opposed to mm-hmm. email marketing. It's like, if you have a thousand people or 5,000 people on your thing, that's all you have. And you can't reach more out of that. You know, it's very direct. Hence, it's yeah. also, I think it's also called direct marketing. Uh, yeah. Or direct marketing. But with, with social media, I think a lot of clients are seeing like, oh, the potential of maybe, you know, going viral and reaching a million people. So there's the, the opportunity. So maybe let's have the conversation in contrast of, maybe the benefits of the of both
1: and um
0: the disadvantages of both oops
1: okay sorry about that yeah i would say okay so i would say with social media i think the reason why um people love social media more is that they under this huge huge misconception that more is better not necessarily you can have fifty thousand followers, but your engagement rate or reach is literally uh, below three percent. Um, so, for me, I think it's about quality. It's like the the chat we had about uh, quantity versus quality. So it's the yeah. same things. The same thing applies for social media. And I think with social media, I think it's a great tool to attract. A great tool to attract people to um, you know your business page so that they can go onto your website. And then email is basically used to maintain that relationship.
0: Okay. To okay. Keep so they work together. They can work together. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So um, I always say to my clients, all of these things that are in digital marketing, they, they, they can operate by themselves, but they have to work together with some someone somebody else or something else. right? Yeah. So with social media, because a lot of people have this huge misconception that digital marketing is only social media, and yeah. it really isn't. Yeah. Uh, there's so much more that goes into digital marketing. Social media is just an aspect of it. It's a helper. Just like email marketing is also a helper. You know, there's still paid ads that also go in there. And it's about how do you get that balanced mix of everything so that it works well in such a way that it's like some sort of automation, you know, marketing tool uh, mm. that will really assist you in gaining uh, the sales, gaining those high quality leads, getting those conversions, etc. So. I think, um, in contrast, social media um, is basically, for me personally, it's a way to attract. Yeah. Um, the value add there is for awareness. Like you said, it's about being viral. You're getting more of the crowd. As opposed to email marketing, if you're going to have a thousand emails, um, but they're not targeted, it's quite futile. Because then it's like cold emailing. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But the chances of you actually converting is rather low then to at least get somebody like a warm lead. So what is a warm lead? Basically, if you have, for instance, on your website, you have, you go in, someone goes into your website and then a pop-up appears to say, hey, subscribe to our newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter where we talk mm-hmm. about, you know, the different stuff that we offer, stuff that we are up to as a company or business, et cetera. And if someone is already interested and they actually subscribe, that's a warm lead. Why? Because they're already interested in your company who no one is going to just fill in the email knowing very well that, okay, yeah. once, cause when a customer decides actively, okay, I'm going to insert my email into this and download the, or if maybe it's a download of an ebook or a PDF something, or I'm going to subscribe to this um, newsletter. It means there's some sort of value that they see. So would you rather pitch, to them again via email or pitch to someone that hasn't even downloaded your newsletter. That's basically also the difference. So targeting, who are you uh, doing it for? Mm-hmm. That's the, either, those some of those are some of the stuff that are different. So for me, for, for social media, um, like i mentioned, it's to attract, it's also just to, um, keep people in the loop or in the know of what your brand is doing what are they up to Uh, do you guys have any new services or are you relaunching something that's a great platform for that and just to always keep people it's top of mind say hey i'm actually here we actually here we still exist we here with marketing it's we here but then once we take whoever is interested from social media goes onto our website goes onto our website probably subscribes to our our uh, newsletter and now we have their email. That's like a whole customer journey. So it's awareness, consideration. And then, of course, with the um, newsletter that you, you get, you're still in the consideration phase because you haven't purchased anything, but you're interested. So that's some of the stuff coming into play. And then, of course, purchase comes. But usually with purchase, hey, you work. You have to send quite a few emails, yeah. a lot of cap in order to, you know, score people in.
0: I mean, yeah, the purchase, purchase, um, in my experience, it usually takes long. I mean, I don't know if this has happened to you as well, but sometimes you'd have, um, you would have spoken to a client six months to a year ago who was aware Mm -hmm. of your service but never purchased from you because maybe they were still considering whether you were a service provider that they wanted to use. And then only six months to a year down the line, they hit you up like, hey, um, do you still offer this and that i'm looking to buy yep. into this and then you know you get the quotes and invoices rolling but it only takes i mean it does sometimes take a long time so i think yeah, yeah. that's a E point
1: three to like six months until the person decides actually i like you i'm gonna actually give you business so it's also about not giving up too quickly. So, for instance, a lot of companies, they'll find themselves gaining a lot of warm leads, but they won't convert and you're getting so frustrated. And funny enough is that what you don't know is that that warm lead will come back. Yes, it may not come back. They they may not come back within a month within two months, but at the end of the day, they're aware of what you're providing and the, also the power of referral. So if they finally come to you and say, actually, I do remember that you do provide this. Just wanted to find out if you're actually still providing it. Then you tell them, yes, we still do. They get the service and then referral just starts to happen. Mm-hmm. Where, where, yeah. where um, you know, you're not actively marketing as hard, but other people are doing the marketing for you. That's I think that's probably every uh, business's <laughs> yeah. dream where they're just yeah. like, oh actually doing the marketing on our
0: behalf yes i do want to speak yeah. about that um just want to quickly pause and say um uh, shout out to everyone who's watching anyone who's watching if you guys do have questions for Kobano in terms of email marketing and, and anything in alignment with that uh, strategically and what we're talking about in this conversation please um do send in your, your, your comments or your questions so that they may be answered as our conversation goes along as 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 well um, towards the end. Um, we will be, um, what do you call, tying in everything as far as the conversation. So sending those questions and so we can get all of that going. Uh, yeah, so back to um, your point on referrals and having a, a what do you call, before being one of the i think the biggest um or the most effective um mediums or or methods of marketing where people are actually just um referring your business but i want to speak a little bit about how that happens how do you get to a point where your business is like the, the mercedes of the world where people just refer you you know what i mean as opposed to like you doing all the heavy lifting um day by day how do you get
1: there um, I think from my experience, uh, yeah. especially when you're, you're going to do all the heavy work, trust me, because it's like, with, especially with marketing, it's like starting a relationship or a friendship, that courtship, you know, it's, mm. it's, I need to express you subtly in order for you to trust me so that I can have your loyalty. And then, you know, now we're together, now we're friends. So yeah. it's starting out, you're still going to do a whole lot of courting subtle ways to tell you actually this is why i'm such an amazing person this is why it's so great to be my friend that's basically how marketing is and i think once you get to a point where people are actually doing the marketing for you it's it's when it comes about after you know quite some time of of real effort of your marketing and if it's effective as well because a lot of people think marketing is just marketing where you can just go and put a blanket effect, you market and that's it. Yeah. It's very t- so whatever company that you you have, you have to tailor it in within your marketing strategy. So effective, if you're doing it effectively over a period of time, that's when you start to now build that relationship clients get to know you they come work with you again now that referral flow starts to happen and i think the most impactful or the most powerful way to get people to refer um, your company is through service customer service that's the most important thing guys i would not even lie to you this is personally me speaking that if you give one person extraordinary service trust me
0: Oops, I think we lost her. Was my connection unstable? Uh okay. Bit of a technical error or oh, glitch, guys. Please hold on uh while we try and sort this out. Mm, okay, I think it's fine on my side. Um, Cool. So we'll just wait for her to come back. Um, I think um, network was an issue on her side, but yeah, guys. In the meantime, I mean, if you do have any questions for us as far as email marketing goes, and why is it why it is important, or why would it be important for you to want to build an email list? Um... Oh, she's back. You've, <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry about that. Was that me or you?
0: Um, since you logged out, I'd like to say it's me, even if it was you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So I was, yeah, so I was still saying that I think the most powerful way is really just giving the greatest service, no matter how small or how big that. Becomes. So whether you're servicing a startup or whether you're servicing a corporate, you give the same standard high quality service that's also yeah. a great increased recommendation and referral.
0: So what do you think about communities, tribes, that sort of thing of building those things? What is your take on, um, yeah, building a community as far as your business goes? But I think it's in alignment with what we're talking about now as far as doing good service and eventually your clients start to, you know, like your service well enough to want to refer it. And I mean, if you've learned anything from brands like yeah. your your Nike, um homo uh, ShopRite, they've created it and it may not be so structured like on, on on facebook as far as shoprite goes but it's like they do have a community of of, of people who refer them in the community of where they live that yes. this is supermarket to go to because they, they they sell this cheaper here than they do there and it's quality and da-da-da-da. so how important do you think that is for someone <clears throat> who's building
1: Um, a business so i think it's envy it's so so important going to you are not for everyone and that's something that you need to accept once you start yeah over time you're going to build a certain customer base that will always come to you yeah yes it's great to penetrate new markets i wouldn't say don't do it i'll always encourage that but if there's a, always a certain market or certain people that always come back to you, you rather nurture them and let them grow in that community. Because I firmly believe that within community, there's like-minded individuals. And if you keep taking care of them, it will expand. Yeah. That's how I feel. Nice. So for me, community is definitely much better than, um, you know, being very generic and Generalizing everything. Um, Rather stick to who would like, who basically appreciates appreciates your value as a company. And whoever's open to learn more about it, i.e., new markets, then so be it. But I would say the most important thing is to already to already nurture the existing people as opposed to always acquiring new clients. And I think that's the biggest mistake that businesses do, especially corporates. They always look at I know it's about the bottom line, etc. blah, blah, blah. But they're always looking out, can they attain new clients every time. No, we need new clients. And they forget about their existing clients and then over time these existing clients leave because they're not feeling nurtured. But how it's supposed to be is that yes, look for new, actively look for new clients, but still taking care of your tribe, the people that started out with you and are always, you know, rooting for you and you know referring you to other people.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, we do have a question, however, from Edith, I think who's on our YouTube page. Um, the question is, how do you then market your product via email without bombarding your customers with lengthy emails that they might not even read? And how do I make sure it doesn't end up in their spam box?
1: Okay so that's a very good question and it basically will cover the pointers that you had sent to me earlier so yeah. um thank you for your question edith so basically when you're sending out an, an email um like i mentioned it's first of all you ask yourself these questions who am i marketing to why, who am i sending this email to number one the reason why you need to know who is because the dem- demographics are different you can't um, write the same copy uh, for a 24-year-old and, and then writing the same copy for a 44-year-old. It's They're completely in different um, places in their life. And that means everything else is completely different, including their copy, how they read stuff, how they're impacted by things. So number one, knowing who you emailing it to makes it easier in terms of writing copy. But I would say a very general... Um, Ooh, when it comes to email marketing short and sweet very concise um, try to be very direct as well and don't forget your call to action because I know a lot of companies they'll go on about a certain product but then they forget to add a call to action because that's basically the whole point of you sending the email yes. whether the calls to go to your website or visit a certain landing page for more information of maybe a new product that you guys are releasing or um, any promotions or specials that you guys have out there, or is if it's just to mainly just uh, market your business to other people to say this is what we offer, um, this is how we can help you, these are the benefits, and then just basically close enough to say visit our website for information. Hmm. So, in order for it not to be lengthy and bore people, it needs to be, in, it needs to be structured in such a way that it's. That first of all, it's a nice. Um, icebreaker where it's very personalized hi edith or uh, no, no let me not use this name for
0: example
1: <laughs> yeah for instance edith is sending this message to her uh potential clients and says hey name because there's there's a this there's, there's so much power in personalization there's so much power making it feel like it's really directed to that person that personality is very important as well when writing, writing emails. So perhaps your subject line could be something of hi name. Um, I'm so interested. I want to tell you about this amazing product that could, you know, potentially impact your business. Okay. You don't have to write exactly that, but you try to find ways to write that in a nice, short and concise way. Then you follow with the body of your email. This is where you need to keep it short, sweet, direct, this is, the, this is the product, these are ben- the, the features, these are the benefits, here's the call to action. Literally, that's it. Yes. Nothing else. Uh, reason why I'm saying this is because literally a customer, all they care about. And I think also, Edith, when you are writing copy, think about it in such a way that when I'm reading this, am I interested? If already you're getting bored, you need to go back to this board. So mm. you need to think, you need to think as a customer as you're drafting these um, email um, uh, uh, marketing campaigns. So, especially when it comes to copy, because that's probably the biggest one as to why people, you know, nev- the open rate is low or people just, it immediately goes to spam. So, always remember that you need to write for the customer. So, get a nice icebreaker, then uh, uh, finish it off, not finish it off, sorry, then you continue with, with the features and benefits that's the body the end is actually the call to action so whether it's to visit the website visit my youtube channel follow us on social media um, download our free ebook or subscribe to our newsletter that's how it should be drafted so Mm -hmm. that it basically when you have such a format it easily prevents going on and on about the product because i know i know especially as business owners you get so passionate about what you're offering that you tend to forget that no remember the real solid uh, selling point is the features the benefits and then the call to action and of course that nice icebreaker where you can personalize it the best way you know how whether it's to add statistics about you know why people should actually get your product etc you know playing around with it in that type of way as well and then also another way to prevent your email going into spam: watch your subject lines. Yeah, like that one is NB because that's the first thing someone looks at before they even go into your email. If mm. your subject lines "free free stuff" or um, "call now," it's going straight yeah. to spam. Yeah. So you you need to be very creative um, as to how you approach. And I always say. Personal personalization always works best. Yeah. Hey, copano, you give this great um, product that I just saw.
0: Yeah.
1: They go it because already there's like I think there's a fifty percent um, higher open rate when you use a name as opposed to just in any other generic. Yeah, just like um, that.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because already they're like, oh, okay, they're talking to me, and you know how <laughs> everyone themselves. Go, oh, for me, okay, cool. Let me let me just go in. And also if you feel that your offering is a bit too lengthy and you feel that in order for people to understand, you have to explain a bit more, try to cut, uh, you know, paragraphs with some nice imagery. Images are always welcomed, but don't overuse it. I'd say max two images or three at most, and then, you know, finish it off with the call to action. And even with your call to action, make it fun. If you are, um, you know, If you are um, a person that's into color, play around with your CI. What colors do you use? You know your font, play around with that. So that it's also, people can uh, easily catch it. So if it's maybe bolded out there so that people, maybe it's the first thing that they see, um, then already that that action of actually clicking on whatever that you're asking them to do is already there, it's evidence. So it's also about the design of your email as well. I hope I answered your question,
0: Edith. I, I think you did. And now uh, you're just adding bonus gems. <laughs> because yeah, I think that, I think that sorts uh, Edith out. She did say thank you. Uh, oh no, that was asked, sorry. <laughs> um, another question is, is there an easy, an easy way and effective way to measure my email marketing efforts for someone who doesn't have much knowledge about uh, marketing and analytics.
1: So um, that's why I always, I'd always um, encourage people to get applications like MailChimp, Tendin Blue, um, these are, or even CRM tools as well. Yeah. These basically um, help you to understand your marketing efforts. But even if you are, Pretty new to the analytics uh, space, I do still encourage people to still learn about it because it's not something that you'll easily understand if you don't do some sort of research or reading into analytics. But the applications make it easier in such a way that they will only highlight the metrics that matter because there's so much metrics that when it comes to analytics, you'll get so overwhelmed because you're just like, Okay, so which one will tell me that I'm actually doing well? Which one will tell me that actually people are actually opening my email and clicking Mm -hmm. on my uh, um, call to action? So those are some of the people should, I would definitely recommend to, you know, do more research so that you are more capable to actually start to analyze what is doing well in your email, what's not doing well, what needs to just go completely and what needs to be uh, incorporated more.
0: Yeah, definitely. I uh, hope that answers that person. I, I didn't want to ask you actually before this question came in what tools would you recommend for people to do email marketing and what tools do you use for yourself, right? Whether it's to analyze, whether it's to send, and yeah, that sort of thing. What are you currently um, using, you know, without giving um, too much away? But yeah, <laughs> what do you recommend people use?
1: I'm I'm pro giving away stuff. So okay. Okay.
0: some people are still like, eh, my secret. <laughs> Family secret. <laughs> so
1: But you know what's the funny thing though, Matt? Yeah. Is that there is it's essentially there is not really a secret, essentially. So if you give out certain applications that are that you're using, not everyone will know how to use it. So that's where the secret is. <laughs>
0: How
1: do you use it? Yes, exactly. How do you use it? Because I can tell you, I use Mailchimp. Um, My clients use uh, SendInBlue as well. Uh, Is it SendInBlue? SendInBlue. Yes, sendinblue.com. Check it out. So those are my top two. Um, I think because I've, I've never been disappointed so far with them, but some people prefer CRM too where it's everything all in one it's a whole marketing and sales automation uh, tool that includes email marketing where you can you know track your campaigns are they doing well or not and usually those are like sales for or salesforce sorry hubspot meltwater yeah there's, there's a few but that's some of the stuff that i would uh, recommend people to look into
0: yeah definitely and i mean guys i i definitely will put in some of the stuff that she's speaking about in the description we'll add um some of these setting blues just in case you want to follow up on uh, using these um tools for yourself now mainly why this topic appealed to me was because of something i heard from a guy who is i think, I think he's in the uk his name is Stephen Bartlett or something, he owns the the company Social Chain. And in one of his his interviews, he says, um, the next wave of of, um, marketing isn't necessarily, you know, focusing on what Instagram is doing next or what Twitter is doing next or LinkedIn or whatever it is, it's actually email because on email, um, you get 100% um, what you call send rates and of course, yeah. whoever opens your mail opens your mail. But you've got 100% of the the attention all the time, as opposed to with um, Instagram, you've got to pay for that deta- that attention. But with yeah. email, you you actually um, you you own 100% of the attention all the time. So I, that that was why I was like, okay, cool. So it'd be interesting for people to you know kind of break down. But what's your take on that?
1: Oh, so I absolutely agree with him. Um, I think also, like I had mentioned, especially, that's why I feel like it's very essential for people that are starting out.
0: Yeah.
1: uh, Because it's it's actually the most impactful if you're using it right. You'll be very, very uh, surprised. And I think also if you are, if you're intentional about the goal that you have in place. So if your intention is to say, I need to grow my email list, like heavy with all high quality, um, you know, potential leads and use those uh, leads and then now, you know, start an email marketing campaign. So what he had mentioned is definitely true. The send rate is 100%. Whereas with Instagram, you have to pay for an ad for people to then now, you know, get that targeted feel to say, oh, okay, I'm seeing this ad. Maybe let me go and reach out. But already you had spent a certain amount of investment or amount of money to actually get But whereas with email, there's there's no that unless, uh, of course, if we're talking about a large pool of emails that you're sending through, then of course, there's going to be some sort of implication of expenses or or finances. But more than anything, as opposed to social media, you're going to pay for ad space, etc. But with email, it's totally different. So I definitely agree with the statement.
0: Yeah. Um, because for example, we, we definitely built, um, like minds with email marketing, I don't know if you are on our list, but we definitely built it with email marketing and, um, just as and a, you... what's that?
1: And I'm saying, and how has it worked for you? I'm sure it's, um, cool.
0: brilli- brilliantly like, um, if all the events were like, fine, maybe 10% from social media, right. Cause we put it out there, but, Um, 90% of the people that attended our events or participated in our community were all from email, right? Because it's like, how do you get to people's doorsteps the easiest, the quickest? And that was the intention for me at the time because social media, you know what I mean? There's thousands of posts, thousands of people seeing thousands of content today. Whereas with email, I sent you that email, you know what I mean? Inviting specifically you to that Specific event, which I think you would be interested, which is another thing I'm going to touch on, um, warming up leads. Um, but yeah, for example, um, you send, um, and this would probably not happen as 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 um, easy as it would with email. We'd send, for example, a thousand emails inviting um, people to an event and we get an, an, an open rate of above 500, we get um, 200 and something people saying Google oh, account. So that is a killing and you spend a lot less as you would on social media. For that kind of return on social media, which is also effective, by the way, um, you'd spend maybe um, anywhere between, depending on how good your ad is, targeting, et cetera. Um, Maybe a couple of thousands maybe from from yeah. 800s to a couple of thousands just to get that type that type of um, engagement and response. So I think uh, personally that people should invest in email marketing as the, the next way to go. And I mean if you've seen, this has been happening quite a bit now. Um, a lot of these celebrities, uh, celebrity entrepreneurs, or just like, or personalities in general, what they've been doing, if you've noticed their their content, they all have their text me now number, text yeah. me, et cetera, et cetera. Because guess what? People are always on their phones and now you have direct access to, you know what I mean, whatever. So things like that are new ways to beat this algorithm thing, right? Because now you, if you've got 100,000 numbers you can SMS 100,000 people um, regarding your products, regarding your whatever, and it reaches them without any interruption. All you'd be paying for is sending the SMS out, which is a fraction of what you would make back as a return. So definitely email marketing is one thing to look at um, very closely, uh, especially for these next coming years where people become more um, i don't wanna say conceited but they want to feel more important in the world you know what i mean yeah. so inviting like you said hyper personalization when you invite someone it makes them feel like oh okay you spoke to me you said hi uh, copan or hi matt but it's quite different if you if, if imagine i texted you on whatsapp and i was like you know, I already just, you know, I just started and I said, hey, um, da, 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 I want to invite you first like, okay. Um, first of all, is this targeted at me or is, is, you know what I mean? So it's, it's yeah. that, you know, that thing for a second, but I really see your point with, with all of that. But now, um, as I said, the second point, I do want to speak about like, how do you warm up leads? Cause you did mention people don't do um, enough research as far as um, um, email, e- emailing people goes. But what would you say people would need to do to um, find out more about this specific person that they're trying to um, email? to so warm up the lead, basically.
1: Okay, so I think if you are looking to target, say, for instance, you're targeting small businesses yeah, uh, in a certain area for argument, Say four ways. So are looking at business uh, uh, owners in four ways. So now you're going to acquire the emails, right? That you get from from from. Mm. Once you get those emails, a nice way to personalize or, 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 or get them to warm up to whatever that you're sending through to them. Personalization is so important because say four ways, and they do what IT for instance, and you go onto their website, do a bit of research, see what they've achieved, see what they offer, and try to create the synergy from your offering and how it can utilise, I mean sorry, it can how it can help them with their current, you know, um offering or space that they're in. So I would always encourage to do a bit of research. It's like um I know I'm diverting here a bit, but it's it's more or less the same um principle with linkedin um cold messaging or or if you're deciding to message people etc on linkedin you i would always say they profile first see if there's any mutual friends or any mutual interest that you guys have and build on that so when you send to say hi matt i saw we went to the same high school that's pretty cool my name's copano i actually do one two three um i see you own a small business what do you guys do um, I see that one of your services is A. And I think my service, B, could actually help your service, A. Let me know. Have a great day. That will actually impact somebody as opposed to say, hi. Hi, Matt. My name is Copano. I own a business. This is my services. Please call us. Thank you. Do you see the difference?
0: Sounds so, so cool. It's like,
1: <laughs> exactly. So the difference is mm-hmm. the one thing that a customer will take from that is, wow, they actually did research about us okay, these people are really interested in helping us. Because usually with sales, they always just say, ah, they don't really care. They just want to sell their stuff. But essentially, we actually yeah. do care and we, you know, we want to assist them, but they need to feel that way. They, you, you, you shouldn't make them assume that you do care for them. You have to let them know intentionally. So, so I would definitely say personalization works magic. It does. So do your research. That's why knowing who you're emailing to is so important because then you know how you approach them what to say how to um, um, actually draft your email etc that's some of the stuff uh, or ways to warm up your leads. and also I know that we haven't gotten to this but I'm thinking this would definitely just link to what you had asked a lot of people say okay cool email marketing is great but how do I start because some people you find that yeah I started but now I don't have any emails. How do I start gathering emails? And literally, how you do that is by you know offering an incentive, whether it's a monthly newsletter, whether it's a free ebook on certain secrets or secret source of what you guys do at your company and how it can help somebody else. Uh, free tips, free guides—you see it everywhere. And if you and and of course it will. It will depend on what space you're in for example you know if you're in the it space or even the marketing space or yeah. automation space, let's say um, what's this um download a free trial or demo etc so that you can see how it actually works but in order to get all of that you need to put in your email yeah. and that's how you build yeah. then of course once you get all these emails you then start to swift sift through all of them to say okay which one is really targeted the people that we actually really want because like it goes back to the whole quantity thing you may have a lot say you have 100 emails that you collected but you may find only like 20 or 30 are actually really great um high quality leads that could potentially actually um take whatever that you are offering so those are those are some of the stuff that you you have to think about as well
0: Mm, mm, mm. no definitely definitely i agree with you on that um, we do have another question, though, from Ayanda um, at Gobano. What are some of the issues you've encountered with email marketing? For me, it has been design and, design and spam. And how have you overcome that?
1: So with the spam, it's basically what we had mentioned the previous thing with Edith. Hi, yeah. um, Ayanda, by the way. <laughs> Um, so basically, it's about how you structure your subject line. And then it goes further to say, how do you also structure your actual email, the body of it? What are you saying? Are you saying the right stuff? Um, but usually with spam, it's literally because of your subject line. People, usually when it's spam, they don't even open the email. They just look there, just by the subject line, and they're already just turned off and it goes straight to spam.
0: Yeah. It, what design, about like that, links and stuff? Like I, I think also link. If you have like too many links in your
1: thing, yes, yeah, yeah. So that's why it's 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 so important to only have a call to action. That's why it's only a call to action. It's not call to actions. Oh, it's even I think this for me pers- even spreads through all types of marketing channels besides yeah. just you can't tell someone please go view my video and then also please go check my website. You have to choose which one because it's a bit overwhelming for the person. It's like, okay, so you want me to do all of this all at once. So always try to be very um, uh, targeted with your messaging and your call to action. Yes, you can play around with them, but only play around with them with each email that you send out. But not to, yeah. So basically having too many links also is already a turnoff. Um, people are, they, yeah, they get t- turned off by that. And in terms of the design, that's another thing that turns people off. If the way the the um, actual user experience of the email and how it looks is already off. And this is probably like crazy fonts, overwhelming colors. Like if there's just too much going on and it's it's not clean enough and maybe there's too much imagery and not enough words to explain what is the intention behind the email. It's going to, yeah, people are not going to consider it at all. Mm. So it's about finding that balance of wording imagery and, um, your, um, font. So which font needs to be bolded, which font doesn't need to be bold, which font maybe needs a, a, a brighter color because for instance, for CTA, you would decide, okay, let's bold that and maybe make it a nice bright color so that they that's something that they will see yes. because at the end of- yeah so that's some of the stuff to consider so having the balance of your writing your imagery your font as well i hope yeah. that answers
0: yeah i i think you did um because i think we, we we did touch on that on a previous um on the previous question in terms of design and stuff so Yeah, also, um, by the way, the talk will be up. So for example, uh, okay, Um, we do have another question, uh, but I'll finish. Um, So for example, if you do wanna um, hear all the stuff that was said um, via the talk, you can um, go back to the YouTube channel or from wherever you're watching it, it will be up on Twitter, YouTube, and um, yeah you'd be able to see um, some of the stuff that was said, and then you can pretty much um, note all the, the points because some of the stuff has been answered um, before. So we do <laughs> have a, a question from the team, uh, from our community manager. She says, would you consider it spam to have all social handles at the bo- at the bottom of the newsletter?
1: okay no except for that that's an exception because okay. um i think any general person will know that with social media it's always more than one you already know it's probably gonna be two to four at most or even five but um for me i think the most important ones are LinkedIn, facebook instagram twitter um pinterest yeah but i mean it also depends on your industry as well um who you also targeting because I definitely don't believe that um, every business has to be on every platform it doesn't necessarily work like that you need to know the demograph the, the, the demographics of each platform to know which ones you pre- penetrate the most because yeah. If, yeah so for instance if you say you're a young influencer uh, marketing um, agency you you wouldn't really want to now pump in your efforts into less- yes you may find people there. Instagram seems to be more suitable because of yes. the Democrat But yeah, that's some of the stuff but I think with 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 what uh, the community manager asked to no, definitely that's not a spam. That's just uh, A normal way uh, and I think it, it still um, basically reiterates the call to action, which is to follow us on socials. Yeah, you know,
0: so Okay, okay. She she says thank you by the way, um, because she does that on our newsletter, so I guess she's trying to find out, like, am I doing the wrong thing? <laughs> okay. Um, one thing I wanted to ask is, because um, I think we've, we've, we've touched on a lot of things, like warming up your leads, um, how email marketing can be effective, and all of those things, but I, I want to know just to... Um, basically encapsulate the whole conversation what would be your wise words you know as far as the conversation like your your signing out words as okay um in regards to the entire conversation i think this is the point yeah
1: yeah so i think uh, home points points i'm um, i'm um, i'm guessing right so yeah. I would, uh, the take home point for this is email marketing is not dead Definitely very much alive, and you should definitely consider it as a valuable tool for your marketing, your overall marketing strategy. Number two, email marketing doesn't—you don't have to—you don't have to work as hard as opposed to being on socials. It's a—it's—it's it's more of a targeted type of uh, marketing method, and it usually is a nice way to actually maintain that customer journey of warm leads to that conversion rate that you want. So that's basically one of the key things to use email marketing for. Number three, um, so so this will be a bit of a a long point, but basically just some do's and don'ts. So do's with emails, guys. Keep it short, sweet, and concise. Like I had mentioned with Edith, icebreaker, benefits, features, call to action. That's it. With the design, make sure that it's balanced. Which texts are we bolding? Which text are we not bolding? Which text are we using color for perhaps call to action or to um, basically also maybe your social media platforms, etc. Yeah. Those are some of the stuff we also need to consider. So the design as well. Imagery, use two to three images at most, don't use more. It's just gonna overwhelm the person that's reading. Subject line must be very concise personalization guys personalize 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 that's also Mm. another one don't use that for subject lines your body mustn't be lengthy and if it has to be lengthy break it down with some imagery in there also don't use images at all like i mean sorry don't not utilize images at all so don't uh, just have text only that's also just not going to work no one's going to read what you're basically trying to put out there uh what else always include a call to action so don't leave out a call to action that's a huge huge don't because then your intention of this campaign what is it what was the goal then because if they're not clicking on something then it's basically futile um, what else? I have so much in my brain. <laughs> yeah, we spoke <laughs> about a lot, um, but I think I've kind of spoken about. If I did leave out anything, you guys can always just you know text me. Yeah. By the way, um,
0: where can people find you? As far as like your socials, maybe you can drop your email, that sort of thing.
1: Okay. So on socials, it's KPRM Marketing. So that's KPRM. Dot Marketing on Instagram on linkedin it's KPRM marketing solutions on facebook it's also KPRM marketing solutions on twitter it's kprm underscore thing and uh to find me it's it's pretty simple it's just at k moshwana and you can dm me i'm always open to dms i'm always open to trying to help people uh that are trying to come up especially the youth and with everything that's going you know, on in the country right now, um, digital is the next wave, guys. Learn something in the digital space. You'll be surprised how it will actually propel you. So I'm always open to helping each other out. I'm very huge on collaboration as well. So that's where you guys can find me. And yeah, I think I've covered everything. Yeah. Have-
0: yeah. And that's all we have for today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on all our social medias to get alerts on this type of content at Like Minds Tribe. Visit our website to sign up to be part of our community. It's www.likemindstribe.co.za. And that's all from me, your host, Matthew Rolls, signing up.